Hi, and welcome to the podcast, Aligned with Paige Schmidt, helping you to become the you you want to be and feel calm while becoming her. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Aligned with Paige Schmidt. I'm so excited to be here with you. As this episode is dropping into your podcast app today, we are on a flight to Mexico. Marco, myself, Sela, some of our friends and their kiddos. We went to Mexico last year, just a little bit earlier in the year around March to celebrate our son's friend's first birthday. Of course, then that was a trip more for us, but while we were there, we celebrated his first birthday and it was so sweet, so fun, such a good trip. The area where we stay is super nice and secluded and it's right on the beach. And my favorite thing about this trip and what I told my friend Shannon are the mornings when we wake up and the sun is just coming up over the ocean water And we go into the kitchen, the windows are all open, just completely open to the fresh air. Uh, And the breeze is coming in and we start the coffee pot and we're just all awake in our PJs together and we go sit outside in the loungers right there on the ocean. So it's right on the sand and we just get to slowly wake up and have coffee together and I can't believe that I get to have Sayla with me this time. It's so, so exciting. So I can't wait to share this trip with you. I'll be sharing over on Instagram in stories through the week. So if you want to follow along with us, come follow along at Paige Schmidt and I just can't wait to share this trip with you. Today, we are talking about stepping into the future you. We are talking about your future self, who you want to become, who you are actively becoming each day. This is one of my favorite topics. I get so lit up when I think about it. I get so excited talking about it and I am so hopeful for you, so full of excitement for you, and knowing that as you listen to this, you will be thinking of your future self, who she is, what she does, what she loves, what she enjoys, her life, and you will hopefully get your own wheels turning on becoming her, stepping into her. I asked on Instagram a couple of weeks ago if anybody else was feeling like they have this next version of themselves emerging right now. I certainly do in this new season of my life, this new phase of becoming a mom. I almost feel like I'm going through a rebirth in the best possible way. And it's so exciting. I can't wait to see what comes of it. I can't wait to see where I am a few years from now, looking back on this moment. So for you, 98% of you said, yes, you feel a next version of yourself emerging. When I asked you why this felt important or If it was important to you to become your best self, as it is for me, 
so many of you sent in responses and I loved seeing them. I loved hearing why for you it's important to become your best self. So for me, the reason I asked is because I'm an Enneagram three, which is the achiever. So knowing I'm doing my best, living my best life, which looks different for each of us, that's so important to me because if I'm not, I have this sense that I'm missing out on gold in life, like on the really, really good, rich stuff of life. And I love life and I love making the very most of life. That does not mean I expect life to be perfect or all sunshine and rainbows. I know and experience that there are some really hard parts to life too, but I care so deeply about living my life to the fullest of living out completely the purposes and the callings that I was put on this earth to fulfill. I care so much about that. I love when life feels rich. I don't like feeling like time is wasted. I love to just kind of capture all of it. So that's why I asked. I was wondering if any of you felt the same. Some of you sent in responses like, I am a helper, but I still feel like I should be my best for the sake of others in my life. Helper is one of the Enneagram types as well. So this person feels like she still wants to be her best. She still cares about that so that she can show up fully for other people in her life, which I love when we're showing up fully, when we're stepping fully into service, we can be our best selves for other people in our life too. And we can make the most impact that way. Another person says, I spent so many years of my life not living as my best self that now I don't want to waste any more time. And I certainly have felt like that too. I'm young. I'm only just about to turn 30 this year, but I do feel like I spent some of my younger years, I'd say middle, late teenage years, not fully living my life, feeling like there was this better life outside of me that I wondered what it was. I wondered if it was possible. I wondered how to reach it, but I wasn't there. And I kept searching for happiness in some really empty places. For example, guys, drinking, alcohol, partying, hanging out with certain friends, dieting, controlling the size of my body, achievement where there wasn't value tied tied in the achievement. It was just achievement to say, I'm doing a good job at this, or I succeeded at this. And I always felt this little empty space inside of me. That was the way I would have described it to you then. Just this little empty space that couldn't quite get filled. And it frustrated me. It was like, no matter how happy on a surface level I was, or how much I tried to fill that space, I just couldn't quite fill it. Now for me, that space became full and I fully recognized that it was full when I decided to have a relationship with God. So I am a Christian. If you listen to my podcast, you know that. And that first day that I stepped foot in a church that would become my home for the next few years, I felt so full. We were 
We had just done a sermon on not judging other people. I fully thought that that was the mission of all Christians was to judge other people. And that day when I heard that service, it was like my eyes were opened. I was like, wow, that isn't a Christian's main intention to judge me. In fact, they're trying their best to not judge themselves or others, right? And of course, we all mess up. People are judgmental. I can even be judgmental. All of us can be judgmental. It's just something we're actively trying to pursue less, right? But I felt so filled up, so whole, so full of hope that I knew I wanted to start having a relationship with God daily, have him in my life, pray, ask for help, have him help me get to where he wanted me to be, the life that I already know he has for me. So that was so important for me, is daily still so important for me in my own journey. But ever since then, that was 2010, my life has felt so full so full to the brim of everything, of joy, of harder emotions that I need to feel, of love, of purpose, faith, hope, everything. Life just feels so good and rich and meaningful. And I have so much more of a desire and so much more clarity to live my life to my fullest potential. And this is always changing, right? I reach a place that was previously my future self and what I thought was my fullest potential. I love it. I feel so grateful for it. I look back and I'm grateful to my younger self for taking steps to get to that place. And then I stay there a little bit and then I have a new desire to reach this next level, this next place. And that's what's happening now. That's why this word emerge comes to my mind. So I am again stepping into the next future version of myself and it feels so good. And 98% of you who answered this question on Instagram said you feel exactly the same. Some of you said you felt like you have a lot of clarity, all the clarity you need to step into her. And most of you, I'd say 65% of you said you do know that you're emerging to this next version of yourself, but you're not quite sure what it looks like. You don't have total clarity. So hopefully listening today will help you get even just a little bit, 1% more clarity. That is That is the goal, right? It's not full clarity. We don't need full clarity to step into that next version of ourselves. Sometimes we just need a little hint, one little hint. For example, I love future self visualization where I close my eyes and I imagine where I want to be next. I kind of let God speak to me in this way where I close my eyes and I just let whatever picture of me comes up. The last time I did this was before I was pregnant. This is the last time that I did it that I really remember it. I'm sure I've done it a few times since, but before I was pregnant, I imagined myself having a daughter and walking a trail that we have near us on the central coast called the Bob Jones trail. And I had my Bob stroller, the jogging stroller. I was wearing black leggings and black running shoes, and I had a white tank top on. I had like a little piece of gold jewelry. I had my short blonde hair. I was smiling. I was energetic. I was happy. I was full, like filled up to the brim. And I was taking my daughter for a walk. I think a friend was there. I was talking to her. I felt really engaged. I felt just this clean, 
good energy. And it's so cool to see now because that could literally be my day to day if I went down to the Bob Jones Trail, (laughs) put on a white tank top and went for a walk. So with that example, hints in that visualization would be, hey, go get your hair cut and dye it blonde. That's a little hint of who you want to become. It might seem like a small thing, but it's it's just grasping onto little parts of your visualization that light you up. You don't need a reason for why they light you up. You just know you want a white tank top, right? And so you follow those little hints and you start becoming that person. You create momentum in that way. So one of you wrote in on Instagram and said, you would really love for me to talk on this podcast about breaking the cycle of feeling stuck. I responded and asked you to share a little bit more with me about what that meant. And you responded and gave me permission to anonymously share your response here. So I'm going to read it. I asked what it meant to feel like or to, to break the cycle of feeling stuck for me to speak on that. I asked more about what you meant by that. You said, it's that feeling of getting caught in a thought cycle that doesn't help, but you gravitate back to it anyway, even though it's anything but productive. So like dieting, overeating, anxious thinking, perfectionism, It doesn't lead anywhere good, and in fact, it's like self-betrayal every time you choose that avenue. It isn't the answer and just makes your life feel smaller and more stuck. An authentic thought process would make your life bigger and more fulfilling. It's hard to know how to break that pattern and choose the authentic path. So what I'm hearing here is that there's this desire to choose an authentic path. This desire to live that life that you can taste, you can see it, you can smell it. It's right in front of you. It's that future self that you want to become. You can imagine her. You want to live aligned with her. Let's say you want food freedom, right? You can see it, you can taste it, you can smell it. You know you want to live it, but you keep choosing old thought patterns that tell you you need to stay in control. You need to count your calories, count your macros, whatever it is for you. You need to diligently keep controlling your food. Yes, you want food freedom, but you're not going to go there. There's fear. You're afraid, right? And you keep choosing that path that you know is anything but productive. You know it makes your life feel small. You know it makes you feel stuck. You know there's a more authentic path to choose for you, but it's so hard to choose it. My perspective of this is that sometimes that authentic path just feels so big, we're not really sure where to start. So this is where just capturing those little hints of things and going and doing them can help you create that momentum to move toward, to align yourself with your future self and becoming her. So for example, imagine yourself, close your eyes and visualize yourself having complete food freedom. What do you see? What do you picture? Imagine yourself eating food and having food freedom. Do you see yourself eating a specific type of food? Maybe you're calmly enjoying ice cream from Cold Stone. Maybe you are calmly enjoying the most savory, garlicky, olive oily, delicious pasta you've ever had. 
whatever comes up for you, look for the little hints in your visualization. Look for those little hints and then go and do those things. Just like I shared in my visualization, maybe I'd go get my hair cut and get it dyed blonde because that's what I saw. If you see yourself eating an ice cream cone, sitting on a bench with a friend and smiling, go and create that experience. Let those little hints lead you toward your more authentic path. You don't need to have the whole answer. You don't need to have a hundred percent clarity. You don't need to be a hundred percent sure that you want food freedom. It's okay to have 10% of your brain still thinking, uh, I do want food freedom, but maybe I should stay in control. That's okay. If you've got a 90% yes towards something, go for it. Let that 90% be okay. Take small daily actions and any commitments that you make. I like to say make less commitments, but the ones that you do make, make sure you keep them and honor them. Just like you'd keep an appointment on your calendar, just like you would keep a promise that you make to a friend, keep the commitments you make to yourself. Why? Because this builds self-trust and self-integrity. And that is so important in you being empowered. Your empowerment comes from you knowing, wow, I can just decide to do something and know that I will do it. I know if something goes on my calendar, I will follow through and make it happen. I know that if I decide I want to start a podcast, for example, that I will eventually do it. I will find the steps to get there. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I know it's in my future and I am committed to just finding the steps along the way. I'm committed to just following those little hints along the way. That's how we get empowered. And when we look back at our track record and we say, whoa, this is so crazy. One day I wrote in my journal that I really wanted to become a health coach. For example, I didn't know how it would happen. I didn't know how to get there. I didn't even know the first step, but I just knew that's eventually where I wanted to be. And I wrote it down. And 10 years later, we go back and find that journal entry and we say, oh my gosh, (laughs) I wanted this 10 years ago and I wrote it down and I had no idea how it was going to happen. And now I'm here. Now I've been doing this for 10 years. And by the way, that is a part of my story. I love writing down where I want to be. I feel like there's power in writing it down. And I love looking back and being able to see, whoa, I once wanted that thing. Whoa, I once dreamed of this place that I now am right? It's so, so, so cool. So I want you to spend some time imagining your future self, have fun with this. Let it be lighthearted. Let whatever comes to your mind come up for you. Just let it come up. And if you have a hard time visualizing, uh, try it still try it. Just close your eyes, picture yourself somewhere that you love to be, see yourself as you are today, and then see someone walking toward you from a distance that you can't quite make sure, make out who they are. But as they get closer, you start to see that they are you six months, one year, three years from now. Maybe try three years. There's enough distance that you can see more possibility. 
but it's not so far out that there's no reason to start moving toward her now. Try three years. And as you see her coming closer to you, just visualize what does she look like? What is her energy? How does she feel? What is she doing? And then just sit there with your eyes closed and start to explore her life. What does her home look like? What's her environment like? Who's she friends with? What does she do throughout the week? What does she prioritize? Does she have people in her life helping her? If so, who's helping her? Who's she close to? What does she care about? What is she passionate about? What does she do for fun? Sit, give yourself plenty of time. Sit with your eyes closed and let your imagination run wild. This is so fun. And when you're done, make sure you jot down everything that comes up for you so you can capture it all on paper and start moving toward this place. So I want to talk about fear because I think fear is something that stops us. So once you've done your future self visualization, you have a little bit more clarity on those hints that you can follow, the little steps you can start to take, buying the white tank top, cutting your hair, dyeing your hair, signing up for a class, getting some coaching, calling that friend and hanging out with her, eating that meal. You've got those little hints and you start to really see who it is that you want to become I want to encourage you to start thinking like her. So if you were already a person who has complete food freedom, I want you to ask yourself, what kind of things does she do? What thoughts does she have? What things does she say yes to? If she was unafraid, she had no fear, what would she do? If you visualize yourself having a certain kind of business or moving to a certain place, getting to a certain level in your career, for example, let's use public speaking, for example, because that's something many of us have fear around. You close your eyes, you visualize yourself powerfully public speaking. Right now, that makes you shake. You're afraid of it. If somebody asked you today, hey, would you come speak to a thousand people tomorrow morning? Would you say yes? (laughs) If the answer is no today, that shows you, of course, that's something you're afraid of today. But if you see it in your future and you see your future self doing it, and you see her feeling alive and happy and full and connected and powerful and all of these things, which by the way, this is one of the things that I see when I think of my future self, you want to start saying yes today, even if you're scared, even though you're scared, you want to expect the fear And say yes anyways. Of course, you've heard the saying, feel the fear and do it anyways. That's what you're doing. You're not expecting yourself to want to say yes today. You're simply saying yes to the things that you see your future self doing. Whatever that is, it doesn't have to be public speaking. It's normal to be afraid of something you're not currently doing. But in order to step into that 
bigger, more full version of you, you want to start saying yes now. So if you see your future self wearing red lipstick, for example, but tomorrow it would feel a little embarrassing and awkward, maybe a little frightening to wear bright, red, bold lipstick walking into work, try it. Try it anyways. Let it feel awkward and scary and you're unsure what people are going to think or say, but you commit to yourself and say, I'm going to do it anyways. I'm going to say yes anyways, because this is one of those little hints that is going to lead me into daily being that person I want to be. How fun, you guys. We can be lighthearted about this. We can have fun with it. We can say yes to these things. I want to read you something from Elizabeth Gilbert in her book, Big Magic, which I have read like five times. I love it. I think it is so fun for sparking creativity for living a life outside of fear. And when I say creativity, I'm not talking about just knitting. I am talking about actually exactly what we're talking about today, following those little hints. Liz in her book talks about ideas and how ideas are almost their own little beings, their own little creatures, right? And they come to us and they visit us. And I think this is such a fun thought. And Basically, when they're showing up to us, when they come into our minds, they're saying, hey, I chose you. I want you to bring me to life. And what she talks about is that if we don't take that idea and bring it to life, it doesn't, it, it doesn't mind. It's going to float away and go to someone else and say, hey, now I choose you. You bring me to life. But it's going to leave us and it's no longer going to be something that we get to bring to life. It's going to choose someone else if we say no to it. And whether that's true or not, no matter how woo-woo that might sound, I think it's so fun and empowering to think about because then we can say, no, wait, if that idea is going to come to life, someone's going to bring it to life. Anyways, I want to be the one to bring it to life. I want that idea, that thing to be part of my life. So in her book, Big Magic, she's talking about fear. And I want to read a little part of what she is saying. So she's talking about fear, that fear gets to be, she's using the example of being in a car with fear, um, painting the picture that fear is always along for the ride in whatever we are doing, in whatever new adventure we're taking on, in whatever decision we're making, fear is always there. And she talks about how she started to expect fear to always be there instead of letting, letting it be like, oh no, fear's here. That means I shouldn't do this thing. So she says, and she's talking to fear. There's plenty of room in this vehicle for all of us. So make yourself at home, but understand this creativity and I are the only ones who will be making any decisions along the way. I recognize and respect that you are a part of this family. And so I will never exclude you from our activities, but still Your suggestions will never be followed. You're allowed to have a seat and you're allowed to have a voice, but you are not allowed to have a vote. 
Isn't that so fun? I love that so much. The fear is is allowed to be there. Fear is allowed to have a voice, but it's never allowed to have a vote. Meaning, if you get the opportunity for public speaking, continuing in that example, fear is going to have a voice. It's going to pop up and tell you all the reasons you should say no and how terrifying that would be and that it's a terrible idea and that you're going to wish you said no because you're going to be so terrified on stage, right? Or in the Zoom. But you're going to say yes anyways because fear doesn't get a vote. Fear will not be making any of the decisions just you and creativity, just you and the part of yourself that wants to step into your future self. Those are the only ones that get to make the decision, right? So again, I want you to think about what does your future self want to do? Who does she want to become? If you want, you can make a list, pull up your phone and make a who I am list. So I am a mom who, if you're a mom, if you're a wife, I am a wife who, and then list out who, who you want to be. I am a person who, I am a woman who, I am a friend who, I am a Christian who, I am a blank who, and write this whole list of who you want to be. So you can say, I am a woman who gets stressed every day. I am a woman who says yes to her creative desires, her ideas, and doesn't let fear have a vote. I am a woman who feels the fear and does it anyways. I am a woman who takes care of her body and eats food that makes her feel good. I am a woman who is energized. I am a woman who prioritizes sleep. I am a woman who listens when her friends are talking, right? Make a list of who I am. It's who you are now, who are you, who you are becoming and who you want to be, but you're owning it as this is who I am. You're writing down your values, write this in your phone, open the notes app, pin it to the top of your notes app so that you can see it every day. Read it every single day. Let it remind you of who you are and who you are becoming. In Aligned Coaching, currently we are wrapping up just our last couple of weeks of the Better Body Image course. As you know, if you've been listening to this podcast, Aligned Coaching is the place where I do all of my coaching. We have weekly coaching calls. We're always working through a current course. So this year we've worked through calm around food. That course is entirely there and laid out for you to go through. All the audios are set up for you and ready. And now we're working through better body image and we're in our last couple of weeks of it. And then we'll be doing a couple bonus lessons. We'll be doing a workshop on alcohol and intuitive drinking <laughs> And then we will be starting our next course on stepping into this future you, becoming her, becoming your future self. So we're looking at everything we talked about today, taking it deeper and doing coaching around it, doing the work to 
become her. We're looking at who do I want to become? What will I miss out on if I don't become her? Why does it feel important to me to become her? What feelings do I have when I think of her? And then we are saying yes to becoming her, to taking the steps required to become her. We're following all of those little hints and we are fully stepping into her, fully stepping into this very next chapter of her. I hope you will come and join us for some coaching and some fun. We have such a good time in this community. If you haven't joined us yet, I hope you will let this be the time that you come and join us. I am currently, I'm sure, going to enjoy the rest of my trip now in Mexico. I am imagining now as this podcast comes out, as we're arriving there, that we're getting there, we're getting picked up, we're taking the van to our house, we are hopefully laying out by the pool, maybe making a margarita, going into the ocean, just relaxing. Our friends also have kids who we're going with, so I'm so excited for Sayla to get to quote-unquote play with them. Her kind of playing is laying on a blanket next to another baby and ooing and eyeing and grabbing each other's hands, and it's my favorite thing ever. I'm so, so excited on our trips to wake up or on our trip to wake up in the mornings and sit by the water, have some coffee. I have been listening to my Bible early in the mornings on the Bible app on my phone. I think it's called the YouVersion app. And I listen to it on audio. So I sit there with my coffee, Nurse Sayla, and listen, and it just speaks to me and heals me, and I love it. It's so great. That's how I've been enjoying my mornings or listening to worship music or a little bit of both. But I can't wait to just sit with my girlfriends and our kids and have time together, have some time together, talk, connect, have fun. Uh, We get these little off-road razors, buggies, whatever you want to call them, and take those into town while we're there. So I can't wait to do that. Eat some amazing food, get some sun, and just relax. Be with Marco. Have time off together. I'm so excited. So again, if you're not hanging out with me over on Instagram yet, come and hang out with me. We are arriving there today, and I can't wait to share this trip with you. I hope you guys loved this episode. If you did, send me a message over on Instagram. Let me know what you thought. Share it. If you haven't yet left a review or rated the podcast and you feel willing to, please do. I so appreciate it and recognize every single rate, every single review and appreciate the time that you take to listen to this podcast and to send that love over. Have an amazing week and I will see you back here next week. Who is your coach? If you don't have one, I'd love to be yours. If you're ready to take what you're learning on this podcast to the next level and apply it to your life, come check out Aligned Coaching. Coaching with me, where we will address challenges, work toward your goals, and you will have a safe space to grow into the you you want to be. We have group coaching calls, written coaching, where you can submit a question anytime, and Zoom hangouts to connect with other women in the community. We also have 
hours of courses and content that I've created just for you. Come join us at pageschmidt.com forward slash coaching.